Healing Hour, where we bring you tools and inspiration for your emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical well-being. We're committed to bringing you insights and awareness on topics, therapies, and techniques that will empower you to bring a more holistic approach to your life. Today we have a very exciting show for you, Acupuncture 101, The Science of Longevity. We have guest Eli Hamowitz, Doctor of Oriental Medicine, in-house today to enlighten us on what exactly is the science of longevity and how does it relate to acupuncture and how it can benefit you in your daily life. I am Ann Hamilton Rubin, healing coach and owner and founder of Mind-Body-Spirit Connection, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Dr. George Xavier Love, a licensed primary care physician, doctor of oriental medicine, herbologist, Qigong master, and certified acupuncturist. Our co-host, Monica Gonzalez, will not be able to join us today. You are listening to the Holistic Healing Hour on Own Your Power Radio. We're here in sunny South Florida at Own Your Power Studios, powered by Media 55, Stan Harris, and Trent Partridge. Well, hello, Anne. Hello, George. It has been the most perfect day, hasn't it? It certainly has. And it even got better when I got here today. That's right. <laughs> Tell us what happened. Well, I had a little headache. And you gave me an adjustment, which I didn't realize acupuncturists did, because I've only been to chiropractors who adjusted my neck. OMG. <laughs> OMG is right. <laughs> so that was a lovely treat. And I feel much better. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But tell us a little bit about, you know, acupuncturists and adjusting. Well, the science of acupuncture is actually the science of longevity. And it includes 80 books on Chinese medical massage. Hmm. Now, when we think of massage, we think of Swedish massage, right. which is based on five books of massage. So there's 75 other books that haven't been translated and brought to the West yet. So spinal manipulation, joint manipulation, nerve manipulation are all included in Chinese medical massage that we call Tui Na. So Tui Na is a way of moving energy through the meridians. And we're going to be talking about meridian therapy with our guest as soon as we come back for these important messages. Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, HolisticFortLauderdale.com and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.HolisticFortLauderdale.com.
everybody. We are back for another powerful show. It's great to be back. We got all kinds of people in the house. Yeah. So once again, it's uh, we want to take time to thank all our listeners out there and the Own Your Power movement for supporting the Holistic Healing Hour. So let's jump right in. In our last show, we talked to Dr. George Xavier Love about his practice of acupuncture, herbology, oriental medicine, and nutrition. And for the listeners who've missed it, you can catch the show online. Just be sure to download our podcast at www.ownyourpower.biz and hit radio. And today our guest on the show is Eli Hamowitz, Doctor of Oriental Medicine. Yay. Welcome, Eli. Hi, Eli. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here, and I'm uh, really looking forward to sharing with you guys today. Okay, so today our topic is Acupuncture 101, the science on longevity. So would you say acupuncture is the first holistic science? Well, acupuncture is definitely the oldest, most consistent form of medicine that exists in our, in our world today. And it is one thing that has been consistently practiced. So you could actually go back, talk to practitioners from 100 years ago, and have a conversation and still be able to understand each other. So absolutely, in my opinion, it's the oldest form of consistent medicine that we have available to us today. Okay, now when we say holistic, can you enlighten our audience as to the real definition of holistic? Holistic is all-encompassing, of course, right? Holistic is a, <clears throat> it's a view of health that encompasses all aspects of health, which include your mind, your body, and your spirit. So in order to be fully healthy, you really have to look at all levels of health within yourself. Chinese medicine, which has been around for ages, looks at and deals with all of those aspects. The most important aspect of Chinese medicine, of course, is qi. A lot of people find that term to be a little bit esoteric or weird or different. In China, qi is an everyday normal event. Doesn't qi translate as breath? Qi can translate... In Chinese, the qi can translate as many things. Even qi can be can even be referring to electrical energy. They will actually say qi electricity. So qi is not a something that's we can't get a grasp of. Qi is very normal. It's something that we deal with every day in our everyday lives. So we could call it vitality. We could call it electromagnetic energy. We could call it human energy. So there's many different aspects of qi. And so acupuncture is the basis of the circulation of qi through the meridians. Can you explain meridians for us? Well, in Chinese medicine, the Chinese, one of the biggest things is stagnation. St the stagnation of energy leads to all diseases in Chinese medicine. So the circulation of energy through the meridians is how health is represented. In Chinese medicine, we measure the strength and the, and the lack of strength or the blockages of this circulation through the energy in order to determine the health of the individual. As emotions stagnate the energy, possibly physical traumas stagnate the energy, age or lack of movement, all these factors, poor diet, poor lifestyle, all these factors can stagnate the energy inside the meridians, which then leads to poor health. Now, Anne, you were saying last week that emotions created stagnation in your awareness as a health coach. Right, because a lot of what I do is dealing with the people's emotions, and those are all different frequencies of energy. 
So you have different levels of en of energy. So if you're creating from a love energy, that's a much higher resonance or frequency of energy than something that was in guilt or shame and stuff like that. So yes. That follows in with the yeah. Chinese medicine. They have their hierarchy of the uh, organs as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas the heart, which would be the emperor, is the is at the top of the pyramid. And then you have the kidneys and all the different organs, and the different emotions that they deal with. So there right. definitely seems to be some similarities there. And similar to the chakra system. Very, very similar to the <laughs> chakra system. So tell us about fear and anxiety, because I would imagine that most Americans are vacillating through different levels of fear and anxiety. How would that affect the health? So any time that the emotions get out of control, it's going to cause a disruption in the normal flow of energy in the body, which is going to then in turn lead to health and poor health. We look at, as acupuncturists, we look at the individual organs and see the correlations between the different emotions. So when people will have fear, they can have problems with their kidneys, which can manifest as lower back pains, different, different types of symptoms show up in the body. The fear is really, it's a blockage again. And by removing the energetic blockage, it actually helps the person to actually deal with their emotional problems. The fear itself is just something that they create, that we see, that we, it's a perception. It's a byproduct of the actual. Okay, so in our culture, we have um, fear of loss from the, from the banks. We have fear of uh, loss of value from real estate. We have fear of uh, purse snatching carjacking, police brutality. I mean, we have a lot of fear. So as an acupuncturist, um, how would you, what free advice would you give our listeners how they could deal with fear short of actually coming to your office and having uh, pins put into their kidney meridians? Well, dealing with fear, of course, is a, is a perception, of course. And in, in our society, we have to work to overcome our fears in, in ancient China, a lot of the fears were dwelled around the spleen school of thought. So that in China, people were starving. So they were worried about... Lack of food. Mm -hmm. Lack of food, really being able to support themselves. To survive. Here in our yeah. part of the world, that's not our problem. We, we have too much food. Abundance. <laughs> so it's actually... And not the right food. <laughs> so that we actually get an involvement where the, the kidney actually tends to get involved with the liver. And so this is a big thing that I would... In so the kidney would drain the liver? Well, or or it, would, it would deplete the liver? The, the, or not nourish the liver? It would not nourish the liver, which would prevent the proper flow again in the body. So when I see people with fear, I tell them one of the things they have to do is to get moving. Mm. So running from the imaginary saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> okay. But a lot of times people don't realize they're in fear. It's a normal state of being. Because well, if you look at it, even our government controls us on fear and all of these beliefs that we believe. So this chronic state of being in fear, which gives us stress and physiological stress, people, you know, they don't, they don't know. They don't understand it until it manifests into a back pain or something like that. I like to translate it. What, what we're talking about for in layman terms for a lot of people would be more familiar with is, is adrenal fatigue, um, mm. adrenal cortisol stress, mm -hmm. uh, fight or flight syndrome. Right. 
These are all going to be our, our kind of more Western ways of looking at this same problem. Unfortunately, uh, they're not really looking at solutions for those. Those are once you have that problem, you're pretty much in trouble. So yeah, once the symptoms have arisen, it's it's hard to deal with. Okay, so we move from fear into anger because you know we flip from from being afraid to being angry, and so angry causes the muscles to contract contract, constrict, and then the blood doesn't flow. So what happens after that? Well, then we have our perfect storm. <laughs> A complete meltdown. <laughs> well, we, got, we have stagnation, which is preventing the nourishment of our tissues and our body and our emotions. It's preventing us from actually processing our emotions. So the emotions are going to continue to accumulate and cause additional stagnation, which is then going to bog down. Eventually, it's going to start to bog down the spleen Every organ, because in Chinese medicine, we look at holistic. So holistically, everything is interconnected. So as soon as there's a weakness in one aspect, there's going to be overtaxation in another aspect, which eventually is going to lead to weakness in that aspect as well. So we're actually going to end up, and the kidneys being the core, the kidneys in Chinese medicine are the, the ming men huo, the life gate, the source of all functioning. So when you, when you drain the kidneys, you really are taking away support from the whole organism. So the kidneys control the head hair, the brain, the memory, the bone marrow, the bones, the joints, the sex drive, urination, eh, that's a whole lot. <laughs> that's the majority of the body right there. Even a factor in regulating hormones because of, those, of, that, of that nature. Again, not the language we traditionally use in Chinese medicine, but I like to overlap the two so that people understand the correlations. Okay, so now how do we go from this understanding that our lifestyle actually creates disease accumulation and then stagnation and then inflammation? So how do we go from that to I'm coming to your office and you're going to evaluate me and you're going to tell me my kidney, liver, spleen is all out of whack. So as, as a potential client, patient, what are you going to do? So and, and a usual visit to my office mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. going to look this way. I'm going to have you fill out a whole bunch of paperwork. That's going to be the oh, boring part. Oh, no, I hate that. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But then we're going to get and do some fun stuff. So uh -huh. what we're going to do is we're going to get to know each other. I want to know what's important to you. What are the three things in your life that you know you shouldn't eat, but you do eat? What are the things in your life that bring you happiness? That you don't do anymore. <laughs> what is, what's bringing you stress in your daily life every day? I want to know about your habits. I want to know about how your sleep patterns are. I want to know if you feel sad in the morning. I want to know if you feel upset. I want to know if you feel happy. These are all factors that are going to play into me really painting a picture about who you are. And then we're going to discuss what your goals are. You know, how motivated are you to be well? Because that is a big factor, as we all know. So let me ask you this. You're, mostly it's people are coming in because there's some acute issue that's occurring with them. Do people ever come in on a preventative basis or for just relaxation, you know, or people who are 
just a little more aware and, and want to kind of get ahead of the curve. Do we, do you only see people who are acutely having some sort of symptoms or? So know? I'm going to answer that question a little bit, uh, come back around to it a little bit. Traditionally, acupuncture gained traction in the West by being, the doctors recognize it because it could be used for anesthetic purposes during surgery. Uh -huh. So it was a natural progression to see it being used for pain management. So the amazing thing about acupuncture starting in the 70s is that people would go as a last ditch resort. The doctors would tell them, I'm sorry, there's nothing more we can do for you. Go get your affairs in order. And they would go get acupuncture and they would get well. Huh. So that's amazing. Yeah. What really excites me today is that we are seeing 20, 30s, 40 year old younger people that are coming in that understand the how much it's worth it, how understand the value of preventative medicine. So yes, we are seeing that these days. I see people that come in, they'll come once a month, 12 times a year. They'll come um, sometimes a couple times in a row if they're having fighting a cold or something like that. Although most of those people are not getting colds right, because right. it's a mucus accumulation. Correct. <laughs> so that's really exciting to see that you see young parents in their 30s that are actually bringing in their kids. I thought was my next question to ask you, yeah. And if you see a child under the age of nine, you can actually change their whole disposition. You can actually change their, if they could be a sickly child, you can actually work and change that. And the emotions, there's what we call uh, acute defiant disorder, where the kid's like, I don't wanna and you can't make me. <laughs> You know, and so I've taken kids and I've done uh, tuning forks on their ears and completely shift their disposition. Hmm. So while we're talking about tuning forks, you, you use tuning forks, right? Tell us about that. Tuning forks, um, most people will be familiar. They'd, it would look like something they came and used to tune your piano back in the day. Um, these are a little bit different than that, but they're wonderful therapy. I use them with kids primarily but they're excellent with adults. They call it acutonics. It's the science of vibrational sound medicine. Okay. Uh -huh. That's can, can, can you hear that? Yeah, but you can bear, like, you can't hear that, but in it's not that loud in the studio, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what a tuning so fork what is occurring like then when you're doing that? You're, you're actually accessing the body at a cellular level. Right. By, because every cell in the body has a, is spinning, it then has a vibration, which is then a frequency. By using the tuning forks, you can actually give the body a cellular tune-up. A tune-up? <laughs> wow. So now the heart has four chambers, and the heart makes a sound, doom, 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 doom. So that means you have an internal rhythm. So now uh, when Eli takes your pulse, which is part of his diagnosis, he's listening for a particular rhythm. And if he hears, well, I'll let you take it from there. You're, you're <laughs> listening for the rhythm and the qualities, right? Mm -hmm. Because the rhythm is very important and the qualities are also important. It gives us more insights into the, the chi, blood, and fluid aspect of the body. Mm -hmm. So then by determining those, by being able to interpret those readings, you then actually helps you to determine your treatment strategy. Exactly. 
So, for the layperson. For the layperson, okay. <laughs> what are the determining the qualities? What does that mean? Well, if you feel the pulse, you can actually feel that the pulse will actually feel choppy. Uh -huh. Sometimes it will feel uh, slippery. Oh, I don't want you to tell me. <laughs> you don't want He's me to tell you. Oh, my come pulse on. now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell Eli. <laughs> no, go ahead. You can tell. The, one this of the is most... not a good day. <laughs> One of the most common pulses you'll encounter here in the West, of course, is the livery wiry pulse. And this is, it literally is will feel like a taut guitar string under your finger. Is that from stress? Well, it's from the liver. Yes, it's from the liver energy, again, being taut or being, um, as they call it, sort of um, frustrated energy. Because huh. the all liver right. is all about free flow. Most of us in this place, we struggle with f free flow. Yeah. Exactly. There's too many restrictions. Okay, what are you doing? I'm He's getting, massaging my hands. I'm massaging her hands because her hands were ice cold. Which is a form of acupuncture. Right, but what does that mean when your hands are ice cold? It means the blood is not flowing. So to the very extremities. Exactly, your blood is restricted. So it could be a number of reasons. Could be a little cheese stagnation. Could be a little bit of inflammation. Well, it's funny you say about the stagnation because I do sit a lot in my daily, um, my day. And if I don't go to the gym or if I don't go out and walk the dog, I feel horrible. Like I can feel the flow of energy and I, I have to go out. You're or more I, sensitive I, I to feel, it. Well, I'm sensitive to energies, but it's really... Slippery, wiry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so... Um... What that means is the pulse is tight, but it's also very slippery. It's hard to get a grasp of the actual pulsation. So if anybody's listening, if you ever strum a guitar, there's, what, five strings in a guitar? Mm -hmm. And so you can feel whether the strings are tight or taut or loose, okay? So one of the diagnostic uh, techniques is to actually feel the pulse. So that pulse reflects an internal rhythm. And if your internal rhythm is disordered, meaning not rhythmic, mm -hmm. then he will be able to pick that up and that will guide him as to what his treatment strategy is gonna be. Right, so would you say that probably most people are off? I mean, <laughs> it's. We don't want to necessarily make it a positive or a negative thing. No, it's thing. not a positive or anything, it's but a, I, I'm sure that... It's you a know. collection of information which paints a right. picture for us. Right. It is what it is at that moment. So you might wake up and be happy and take your dog for a walk and then come back and find out that your mother had her car stolen. And then that would throw you off. Okay. So to all those who are listening, if you already haven't uh, checked us out on Facebook, please... Uh, like our Facebook page, Holistic Healing Hour Radio Show. At You can find us at facebook.com forward slash own your power radio. Well, it's that time to meditate and find your Zen. Um, and we're going to be right back after these important messages. And Eli is going to give us some really uh, specific information. So if you want to... Uh, take some notes. Now would be a good time to get pen and paper or pull out your smartphone. So we'll be right back.
Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, HolisticFortLauderdale.com and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.HolisticFortLauderdale.com. Dr. George Xavier Love, my lovely co-host is Ann Hamilton Rubin, and we are interviewing our special guest, Eli Hamowitz, Doctor of Oriental Medicine in Boca Raton with the Lotus Healing Center. So Eli, tell us how you got started in uh, traditional Chinese medicine. So my, my journey started basically at birth. <laughs> I was born into a natural lifestyle. My parents went back to the land, wanted to be hippies was actually born at home. Uh, then at the age of 15, very surprising to me, I ended up in the hospital. I'd actually never been to the hospital my whole life <laughs> prior to that occasion. Fancy that. Wow. Um, so I learned that I had a di uh, disease called diabetes, specifically juvenile diabetes. Huh. I had been walking around probably about three years with uh, blood sugars off the chart. and um, Didn't know it. Had no idea. The, the awareness was not the same back then. So I was uh, in the hospital, I was in ICU for 12 days, and on the eighth day, the nurses came and explained to me what was going on. I was 15, I didn't know anything about medicine. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, you have a disease where your body cannot metabolize sugar anymore. Okay, that makes sense. Then the nutritionist came in a couple hours later, and we are working on some meal plans, and she said to me, for dessert, apple or a jello? And I stopped. Now, I didn't know anything at this point, but it, I just stopped and I looked at her and I said, that's a trick question. <laughs> and she said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I learned I can't metabolize sugar earlier. So the answer is neither. She gave me a condescending little smile and a little tap on the shoulder and said, oh, silly. We just adjust your insulin. Whoa. Oh, really? <clears throat> wow, that's terrible. I don't remember if this was in my mind or if I actually said it, but to this day, it feels like I said it. I feel like I looked at her and said, well, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> From there, I was, it was really a divine guidance. I met people. I uh, met this man, Benoit Tremblay, who taught me the master cleanse. Mm -hmm. Three days in, I put insulin away, didn't touch it again for a year and uh, kept learning and evolving my knowledge base from there, and it was just a natural progression. I, it just took me right into this medicine. I had no choice about it. And it's, hmm. That's an amazing story, because my motivation for going to acupuncture school was my girlfriend had diabetes, and she was off the charts and would not take insulin and would just literally pass out. So I went to acupuncture school just so that I could treat her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 
What happened to your girlfriend? <laughs> um, Were you guys together for a while? Or <laughs> that's a backstory. That's not a subject for this show. <laughs> the show's about but, Eli. Yeah, and then I, uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to go to acupuncture school right away at, at such a young age. And uh, I was too young, so I went to massage therapy school, did uh, Hippocrates Health Institute, did their health educator program there, and really just immersed myself in the whole, in the whole life of it. I mean, I've been... Everything I teach to people, I live myself. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a job for me. It's a lifestyle. And, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. And that's how we resonated with each other. Is it's a lifestyle. Has to be. You know, I went to California for a, a, an acupuncture convention back in '96, and they were looking at it as a job and a profession, and not as a lifestyle. And I just kept walking around. There was 500 acupuncturists at a convention, and I was fascinated, and I couldn't find anybody on my wavelength. I'm like, okay, I'm done here. And then a few years later, 99, I went to one in Maryland, and all the acupuncturists that are big time, I'll tell you names later, were smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, drinking whiskey, and I was like, okay, no, I can't go to these conventions anymore because they're not the lifestyle of what I was taught by my Chinese teachers. So I just became a hermit and a recluse after that. I struggled even when I first uh, got into the field was a lot of the people traditionally, again, were got into this field as a second option in their lives. Either they were presented with their own health crisis or they had succeeded as they felt they needed to in corporate America and now they wanted to make a difference, if you will. So a lot of the people, to me, didn't exactly exude health, wellness. Um, a lot of practitioners, I felt their offices were not the mm-hmm. most inviting environments. So not warm and fuzzy. So that was really important to me to, to create that, to, to exude health and wellness from my being, to exude, the, I feel I'm very positive, and people always ask me how I can always be smiling and always everything's always good and happy. I said, well, why shouldn't it be? It's a choice. Right. Exactly. So coming from that background with diabetes, is that kind of your specialty or is there are there specialties in acupuncture? There are people that do specialize in acupuncture. These days, a lot of the big specialty is getting into uh, gynecology, fertility and things like of that nature. Mm-hmm. People will focus on pain management. Uh, there's a couple of people that are very famous these days doing um acupuncture facial rejuvenation which is a very interesting interesting. field in all of itself (laughs) but um you absolutely just like any medicine you can specialize or i am a more of a general practitioner i do focus all of my work does focus generally i am doing some dietary work with people because it is so pivotal to my world and i i think it's pivotal to everybody's world when you're here in the west the quality of our food is deteriorated um, our knowledge base about what is good to eat, even when we try, is so short. Um, there's so much conflicting information that comes out all the time that misdirects people. Yeah. Deliberate misinformation. Oh, terrible. Yeah. And, you know, the sad thing is also that in, in China, as they become more westernized in our food, and, you know, that KFC and all McDonald's is everywhere in Starbucks, 
They have in they're China. on the rise of diabetes is huge there Terrible. now. Terrible. They're more likely to reach for Sudafed these days than to reach for a traditional Chinese remedy for the yeah. common cold, which has been effective for over three thousand years. Right. Exactly. Yin Chao. I had a, a friend of mine went to um, Hong Kong in 1999. That's when they did the transfer of power from the British back to the Chinese. And so she's in the hotel bar, and she meets a guy who owned 20 pharmacies in Hong Kong. And he immediately, she had just graduated from acupuncture school, and he wanted to hire her to manage all of his pharmacies. And she said, I just finished school. He said, well, that's why I want you. And you're American. And people will come because you're American, because Chinese, they don't want to do Chinese stuff anymore. And she said, George, I couldn't believe this guy was trying to hire me. It's a shame. It's really a shame. That was 99. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's more now, I believe. And they interview young people from Asia. They have no interest in the traditional cultural aspects of it. Exactly. And they don't even want to do their own martial arts anymore. They'd rather do American boxing yep. or worse, MMA. At least we have people in this country that are um, seem to be embracing Qigong exactly. and movement therapy and things of that nature. Yeah, it's funny how it's kind of flipping, <laughs> you know, like it's coming over here. Or... Exactly. It'll find a middle we ground. We are the world yeah. leader of all the bad stuff. <laughs> The quick so, and easy fix. So now I have to go to other countries and it's like, don't follow American stuff. Really get into your own roots again. So um, can you elucidate for us the difference between acupuncture and meridian therapy? Yeah, it's, it's, a, you know, it's something a lot of people have sometimes have a little bit of a hard time understanding. But acupuncture is a principle, right? It's, a, it's not just a technique, but it is both. So that's, I think, sometimes why people get a little bit confused with it. Acupuncture and meridian therapy are really the same thing. But acupuncture specifically is the use of inserting needles or pins at specific locations on the skin. But if we look at the traditional, or not traditional, sorry, more... Um, the, uh, what's sanctioned by the Board of Health of most, uh, especially here in Florida, acupuncture means the insertion of pins at specific locations, but it also means the mechanical, thermal, manual, and electrical manipulation of the skin. Of the skin. Hmm. Because I guess for the layperson, again, meridian therapy are techniques based on utilizing or or manipulating those meridians in your body, which I guess there's 12 major ones, right? Correct. Um, so other types of meridian therapies could be well, acupressure, yeah, right? The acutonics that we talked about uh -huh. is a great form of meridian therapy. Um, even the Twena that Dr. Love was mentioning before is actually a form of meridian therapy. Everything, all of the, it's always bringing us back to the same underlying concepts of stagnation of chi or vital energy mm -hmm. causes all disease and the uh, application of meridian therapy whether it be using acupuncture or using tuning forks using cupping using moxibustion which is another traditional thermal heat therapy mm -hmm. these are all methods of breaking up or moving that stagnation gua sha gua sha another great example red light 
these are the more modern applications of the laser therapies. Cool. Red and cool, um, <clears throat> red and blue lasers, green lasers, mm -hmm. all different applications. Um, people are using medical Qigong. That's another very interesting aspect to use, where you, the practitioner can actually use their own energy right. to influence the energy of the person. We're going to talk about that on the next show. Yeah. So, um, Eli, would you give us your website and telephone number so yes, we can contact course. you? My name is Eli Heimowitz. Licensed acupuncturist, doctor of oriental medicine. The Lotus Center of Oriental Medicine in Boca Raton is my practice. Been around for 15 years. The number is 561-353-4150. And please check out our website, lotuscenteroforientalmedicine.com. Okay. And you wanted to talk about... Uh, Accumulation, stagnation causes inflammation, which sets up the disease process of cancer, diabetes, heart disease. Yes. So <clears throat> if the number one cause of death in America is heart disease, stroke, and high blood pressure, the number two cause is all cancers, and the number three cause is diabetic complications, and the underlying of all that is... Inflammation. Inflammation. So would you like to talk a little bit about inflammation? Thank you, I would. Inflammation, as we know, is rampant in this country. It's the, even Western medicine, which in our opinion is a little slow, is getting on board with understanding that it's really the root of almost all diseases. <laughs> little, little slow. <laughs> Just a little. So when the inflammatory response in the body becomes distorted, right, and we're not even going to get into all the possible reasons that that can happen, which a lot of them are diet, stress, uh, poor lifestyle again, traumas. There's so many variable Insufficiency, factors. toxicity. Yeah. <clears throat> toxicity is a big one in our culture these days, environmental mm -hmm. toxins. Um, so all of these things can upset the immune system. The immune system, of course, is what regulates inflammatory response in the body. When the inflammatory response in the body goes off, the immune system becomes overwhelmed. So the immune system is no longer properly controlling cellular expression. This is a fancy word, right? But what this means is it's no longer turning off the cancer cells. It's no longer getting rid of the inflammatory hormones. They're now accumulating in our bodies. Okay. So kind of like the waste products, the stuff that's not good for us. Right. So we're getting a buildup now. So what this is causing is causing thickening of the tissues. Right now, I'm talking to us in very Western terms here because I want people to understand this very simply. If we were talking about this in a Chinese concept, we would be talking about qi stagnation, dampness, blood stagnation. These are all terms that we are very familiar with, but I Damn want heat accumulation. Very yeah. familiar with, especially here in Florida. But I want people to understand that the the concepts. We understand the concepts, so we can translate them for people to understand them as well, for the layperson to understand them. Yes. <clears throat> so as the inflammatory response comes off in the body, it distorts everything else. As inflammation becomes rampant, the body can't control the cellular expression anymore, then disease really starts to take place. The, um, the way to really reset the inflammation is you have to change how your body is responding to stress. And one of the ways to cool off your body 
to prevent inflammation is acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> so acupuncture is cooling by nature. Another way you can do that is meditation. Mm -hmm. And another way you can do that is qigong. Which is basically moving meditation. Moving meditation, exactly. So um, Another tool of a, of a Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. Again, that's one of the things that people get confused with is oriental medicine and traditional Chinese medicine. Yes. So what is Explain the, the distinction yeah. for us. Well, traditional Chinese medicine is, a, is, is that system that we mentioned earlier. It's been around for thousands of years. It's a consistent system really based on a, on a method and a scientifically proven technique. Mm. Whereas oriental medicine is more of a catchphrase. It's more right. of a catch-all. Mm -hmm. um, it refers to anything that's kind of come from the acupuncture background, but it's not necessarily practiced in the traditional sense. So... Well, there's Korean medicine, right. which is slightly different from Chinese. There's Japanese, which flips the meridians, or the Zongfu, I should say. Then there's Tibetan medicine, which again is slightly different. The pulse techniques are different, and the point selection is slightly different. And then there's Nepal, and then there's Indian acupuncture, the which is fascinating. Yeah. And then, believe it or not, there's African acupuncture people know, have no clue about. So there's acupuncture meridians that ancient people have recognized for thousands of years, and they've developed their own cultural ways of stimulating those meridians. It's the beauty of the science. As long as you stay within the parameters of the ancient knowledge, you can expand it any way you want. So that you see applications here in the West, as I mentioned earlier, in China it was more originally a spleen school of thought, here we've modified it to more of a liver school of thought, the liver and the kidneys, because it suits our needs better here. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a really amazing medicine. It's hopefully going to continue to evolve. It has to, because our Western lifestyle is vastly different from the lifestyle that created uh, the origin of Chinese medicine. So in my way of thinking, it's the liver. But when I visit other countries and I take all my liver... Uh, herbs with me and I find out it's kidney, it's kidney, it's kidney, it's kidney. So I've learned through trial and error, I got to take kidney tonics. Yeah, no, <laughs> not I everybody's country. so accumulated like us here. Most places are deficient. They get drained. Exactly. Yeah. So give that phone number again one more time. 561-353-4150 for the Lotus Center of Oriental Medicine. And of course, you could uh, like us on Facebook. Lotus Center of Oriental as well. And uh, we'd love to see you. Okay. And do you have a website? Uh, yes, of course. Lotus Center of Oriental Medicine.com. Okay. Lotus Center of Oriental Medicine.com. And you want to mention your practice partner with you? Oh, yes, I would. <laughs> so we are a multi generational practice. Uh huh. Um, what that means is I practice with my mother and. Uh, we are both, we've been practicing for 15 years. You influenced your mom to go to acupuncture school, I right? I actually did. Oh, <clears throat> when I got sick with the diabetes, uh -huh. we uh, started, as I said, expanding our knowledge base into different things. And uh, when I went to acupuncture school, my mother went with me at the same time. So that we actually, is amazing. Isn't that's that? very cool. That's we graduated, really we story. started our practice. And wow. 
Yeah. That's right. Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, we're about to close the show, uh, and I'd like to mention our sponsors, uh, the Holistic Chamber of Commerce. And we have the Fort Lauderdale chapter, and we have the Boca Raton chapter. So you can go to holisticchamberofcommerce.com, and no matter which, cha uh, which city you're in between, uh, you can join the chamber and then click on whichever chapter uh, you want to join. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. We also have R&B, soul, and eclectic grooves to keep you in a good mood. Find out more about our shows by clicking on our schedule, www.ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Click on radio and you'll be in the know. If you aren't already an official power player, just like us on Facebook, go to facebook.com, Own Your Power Radio. And a special thanks to the Own Your Power team who helped make this show possible. Tune in Thursdays at 8 p.m. for the Holistic Healing Hour. And I am your host, Anne Hamilton Rubin from Mind Body Spirit Connection. You can find me at Anne, A N N, Hamilton Rubin, R U B E N, dot com. <laughs> or also at Facebook, M B S Connection FL. That's M BS, like Mind Body Spirit Connection FL. And you can reach me at lovechinesemedicine.com. Lovechinesemedicine.com, area code 561. 502-6200. And we have got an event coming up for you Tuesday, September 16th at 6 p.m. for the Holistic Chamber of Commerce Boca Raton at the Spodak Family Dental Center in Delray on Atlantic Boulevard. So if you go to Facebook, Boca Raton Holistic Chamber of Commerce, and you'll get all the updated information. Thank you so much. We're almost out of time. Thank you, Eli. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank You've you, been George. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, holisticfortlauderdale.com, and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.holisticfortlauderdale.com.